Hello, Healthy Ship fam. Welcome to another episode of the Body and Soul Potty with me, Felicity Halley. And hello, if this is your first time listening to this podcast. Now, we have a, well, I was going to say fabulous guest. He's that as well. He's also a famous guest. It is the Barefoot Investor. I'm sure you have heard of him. You know him or you follow his advice. In fact, his first book, The Barefoot Investor, sold 2 million copies in Australia, and it is our all-time number one bestseller in this country. And he is back with a new book for kids. It is, of course, called Barefoot Kids. Now, I know it's a bit left of center for us at Healthy-ish because we don't tend to focus on kids, but I felt that Scott's advice is so valuable. If you have kids in your life, whether you're a parent, a godparent, or whoever you are, you will get a lot out of this personally as well. Now, if you like what you hear from Scott, he's, of course, up on Extra Healthy-ish, sharing more of his great financial wisdom. You can search for that wherever you get your podcasts. Scott, welcome to Healthy-ish and hey, a wonderful new book that my son can't put down. Congratulations. Thank you very much. And uh, it's it's been awesome to actually have um, having to write a book for kids. Uh, all my other books are for adults. So this has been really nerve-wracking to, to see whether or not actually kids will sort of um, like the book as much as their parents like The Barefoot Investor. Well, I can tell you my son likes it. Probably is as much Love as it. I like you, you older one. So let's, but can you just talk to me first about finances and mental health and the importance of, you know, getting them in order for our, you know, well being? Look, I think that well being is intricately uh, linked to your finances. Um, and what we've seen, um, it's been a hell of a few years, hasn't it? You know, oh, we had yes. COVID <laughs> and you've got all the, the angst, the, the, um, the health related angst there, but also. So the financial worries, um, you know, everything shut down. Um, there was worried about, you know, am I going to have a job? What, what does it look like? What does it look like post-COVID? Now what we're seeing is interest rates are starting to, to come up as a kind of as a result for shutting down the economy and bringing interest rates down really low. Now they're mm -hmm. starting to go up. The average person has found um, repayments uh, on the average mortgages up about a little bit over $700 a month, which is a significant hit. So what you've got is a lot of people, um, you know, who are really struggling right now because of their finances, and I think that absolutely impacts people's well-being. So how in, how do we protect our kids from this? Or how, how do we, you know, I mean, I, I suppose let's start with the management of, of money. I mean, we didn't get taught this as kids, so how can we firstly teach our kids this but also protect them if we are undergoing financial stress okay so the, the thing that i would say is this um your kids um may not listen to you but they never fail to mirror you so you know they your 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 kids are going to be picking up on your money habits good bad or otherwise um, they are modelers. That's what kids do. But the other thing that I would say is that I speak to parents all the time and they say, you know, we're not going to concern our children with this. They don't need to know this stuff. And most of the time, the kids know. They know if things are, if things are tight. They know um, if you're stressed. They pick up on things. Um, so you can't hide these things from your kids. Um, so for me personally, it's about... Um, having these conversations, not the gory stuff of, 
you know, if, if things are really, uh, you're in a really tough financial situation, yeah. but actually having these discussions with your kids, bringing it out into the open rather than not talking to your kids, like it's like sex, not talking to your kids about <laughs> it at all. And then, you know, you'll figure it out when you're, you know, no longer in my, in under my roof. Yes. That kind of doesn't really work. Uh, so no. for me, <laughs> this whole idea of, um, you know, my, my approach to, to finances is, um, talking to kids about money can feel kind of icky. It can be kind of feel a little bit um, consumerist or capitalist. My view is that pocket money and finances are really just a conduit. It's They're like a tool for teaching the behaviors and the habits that we want. So we want kids to be hardworking. We want them to save up for stuff and delay their gratification. We want them to give because the happiest people are givers. So it's those behaviors that we want to um, build within our kids that's kind of where my modus operandi go with uh, with uh, barefoot kids. So in some ways we need to sort ourselves out first and then help them or can we do it at the same time? I mean, you in your new book you do set out six clear steps, which are, ve- which are the fundamentals really of your barefoot investor, the give and the three jars, et cetera, et cetera. Is yeah. that how we navigate it? You know, one of the things that um, so the short answer to that is yes. And there are, I think there are a lot of parents that are going to read Barefoot Kids with their kids and they're going to learn about stuff together, especially in the investing section. Um, we've got um, kids there that um, are actually learning about shares with their parents. Um, so uh, because it's really quite I, – I write it in a way that is hopefully really simple but very empowering. Um, so there'll be definitely things that parents will learn as they read through this book with their kids. Um, but, yeah, I do think that that idea of um, getting on top of your finances personally, if you are going to do that, you're much more apt to talk about it with your kids. And um, I, my job as a financial counsellor, I deal with a lot of single parents and a lot of single parents that are struggling. Mm-hmm. Often the kids who have single parents who may be on Centrelink payments and may be working where money's really tight, those kids tend to be the best money managers uh, because the parents have to, um, they have to have money conversations every day. Because it's like we can't afford that. We've got to make that money stretch. And those kids have a better appreciation for um, money and how to budget and how to spend because, you know, they have no other choice. That's where they're growing up. And oftentimes I find parents that are wealthier, their kids sometimes don't have any idea of how good they've got it because money hasn't had to be a discussion they've ever had to have. Yeah, so have those discussions first. Actually, the other thing I'll add, when I did sit down and flick through the book with my son, although he went and took it and read it, is that it's a good reminder. It it was a good reminder for me. I'm like, right, yes, I... (laughs) I do. I really need that extra that's coffee it. every day. No, that's it. They are they are modelling you. They're watching you. You can say all you want, but they are watching what you are spending your money on. They're looking at the decisions that you're um, you're making, and they're unconsciously or maybe consciously taking that on board. So for me, um, you know, being a role model for your kids isn't just for you know. There's there's so many other things that um, that we do as parents, but they are watching what we're spending our money on, where they're watching how much time we spend at work and what we value. And they are bit by bit building that into themselves. Yeah, absolutely. Just um, finally, what does financial wellbeing mean to you personally? Financial wellbeing to me um, means that I have my money sorted so that no matter what happens to me and my family within reason, I can say I've got this. So I wrote my first book, The Barefoot Investor, really 
um, after a fire, a bushfire came through and took our home, um, I was left with um, my wife. We'd just been married. We had a baby that wasn't even one, still in nappies, and we'd lost everything that we owned. Uh, and in that, at that point where everything was falling apart, I could say, you know what, I got this. I'm going to be okay because I had my finances sorted. I knew that I would be able to be okay. And so for anybody else out there, it may not be a bushfire that burns down your house. It could be uh, an illness. A it pandemic. could be losing your job. It could be a <laughs> pandemic. It could be your partner walking out on you. For me, what I wanted to do was to build some really simple steps so that people can say, there are lots of things to worry about. There are lots of stresses in my life, but money isn't going to be one of them. And it's really empowering once you actually get on top of it and it spills over to other areas of your life when you have your money sorted. Absolutely. Scott, thank you for coming on Healthish. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Well, if you do want more financial advice for not just your kids, but also for you, make sure you grab his new book. It is out now. It is called Barefoot Kids. If you want more from us, Scott is up on Extra Healthy Ish. You can download that one or we have plenty of other episodes up there as well. For more info, head to bodyandsoul.com.au. Jump on our socials, Instagram, Facebook or TikTok. Thank you again for joining us and listening to me chat to Scott. And if you have a moment, we'd be so grateful if you could rate, review and subscribe to this podcast and make sure you share this episode. And until next time you listen, stay healthy-ish. Hey, I'm Felicity Harley and I host Healthy-ish, where we chat to experts, influencers and people in the know from around the globe to arm you with the knowledge to make healthier decisions for your mind, body and soul. I think if we're going to be focusing on health, like sleep is probably the biggest component of that. I, I think sleep is the cornerstone. Like choose the harder option because I've never woken up and gone, I regret that run that I went at 4am. I've never done that. Search for Healthy-ish and Extra Healthy-ish wherever you get your podcasts.